0: Alright, so let's get to the podcast, because it's already almost 11, or actually, it's past. I don't remember how to read clocks. It's 10.05. It's
1: 11.05.
0: Uh, I think your clock is an hour wrong. 11.05. <laughs> no, because no, it's on the 11, which yeah. is a little behind it. It's almost like it's like 10.05. Alright, this podcast is not about clocks, okay? Is a clock a sandwich? Okay, so... <laughs> welcome to let's run that back we're two brothers who talk about movies as if our opinions matter and today we'll get I'm Matt Matt. (sighs) I forgot to say that you're right he's right welcome to let's run that back I'm Cody I'm Matt, we're two brothers who talk about movies as if our opinions matter, and today we'll get Matt's Shang-Chi podcast notes, we'll bash our heads against Malignant, and we'll wrap up with What If's finale. So, without further ado, let's run that back. So, I have been told that instead of talking about what we've been watching, which is fine, we don't have to talk about that every single episode, it's nice to have... to talk
1: about what we've been listening to.
0: Right. We'll talk about what we've been listening to, which, in Matt's case, was the last episode of this podcast, which we did about Shang-Chi. You heard Matt on that, but then obviously we also had Dylan and Kristen as guests. And Matt said, I've got some notes about the Shang-Chi podcast. And I said, so not notes about the movie, but no, he has notes about the podcast episode. So... I'm I'm nervous. Let's see what that is. So what do you got there? Also, he wrote more about the podcast that we did about Shang-Chi than he did about today's movie that we're talking about. So I just want everyone to know how important this is to him. That's his paper.
1: All right. So the podcast. Um. Some, I don't remember if it was you or Dylan. No, it was you. Okay. As you were describing the movie, you pointed out that uh, Morris helped them save the day. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the dragon at the end was just a complete... Oh, yeah, and there was a dragon. Yeah. The dragon helped... <laughs> they helped the dragon. The dragon was the hero of the story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Morris did help them save the day. He got them to the to the place, to
1: the village. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone talked about uh, Sh- Shiling. Shailene, yeah. Um, not being... Having a wrapped-up story. Shailene is a villain in the comics. Okay. So I think that oh, it was it was someone pointed out that like she was kind of an afterthought in all the scenes. Everyone's so excited to see Chang- Shang Chi, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she was just kind of like yeah. also there. Kristen and I were kind of saying that that's developing her character to hate Shang Chi. She's a villain. Oh, spoilers. Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> is the movie called Guardians of the Galaxy or is the movie called Star Lord? Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I did want to know what your opinion on this was. So, at the beginning of that movie... Yes. Is there any such thing as Guardians of the Galaxy? No. No. So, is it an origin story? For the Guardians of the Galaxy? Which is the title of the movie. Yeah. Okay. So, you think it's an origin story? It absolutely is an origin story. Okay. He's, like, crying right now a little bit in his eyes. Spider-Man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Far From Home. Yeah. He's been spider-man for some time before that movie starts okay not an origin story we don't think far from home is we think homecoming
0: is okay
1: when homecoming starts
0: oh he's already been spider-man yeah Um,
1: not an origin story
0: oh i guess so So that's an interesting take
1: not even civil war he's been he's been spider-man for a while hmm they don't even mention the name uncle ben they don't not even when referring to rice they
0: all they did his suitcase in Far From Home had a had a BP on it, right? But that was just um, I think an advertising for the gas so station. So your ranking is still accurate. But Guardians of the Galaxy is an origin story, and Spider Man Homecoming isn't
1: correct. <laughs> 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 on that thought, I it really really made me think w- by those definitions that I've kind of set for myself for origin stories. Yeah. Okay would I consider Shang-Chi an origin story? Hmm. Because at the beginning of the story, he's got... I guess he hasn't Right. right. He is pretty much... Now, he doesn't have the rings. He hasn't learned to harness the energy. Mm -hmm. And they do show you the training, so you see the origin. See, because that's why it's hard to determine
0: if just the first time you're introduced to the backstory of a character, if that makes it the origin story. Because... In a technical sense, Spider-Man was Spider-Man from the beginning of the movie, but he's being introduced to, as like his, his this version of Spider-Man. We are seeing the
1: origins. You're not going to convince me. I'm we're just, not we're not seeing the origins of but him. But Shang-Chi is clearly an gets, origin story. He just gets a new suit.
0: Like if Shang-Chi's not an origin story, like none of it is an origin story. At the beginning of Iron Man.
1: There's no such thing as Iron there's Man. There's no such thing as Iron Man.
0: Yeah, but there's no such thing as Shang-Chi, like, with the Ten Rings. And that's, like, what really, like, makes him the superhero Shang-Chi. Right, right.
1: So, that gets into my... I also love how, like, most of these
0: notes don't really have anything to do with the the movie. <laughs> and it's just, like...
1: Well, now these are my movie notes. Okay, okay. So, that's enough of the podcast. We'll get to hear what Matt thought of Shang Chi. I gen generally don't have a whole lot of negatives,
0: of course, because it was good.
1: Um, I mean, the same as every other Marvel movie, the third act was a little bit CGI heavy and and a lot, you know, kind of almost too much going on it looked at the same so time. Good though, it lo- it did. It looked really good, but it it was it was two CGI. It was the Incredible Hulk, two CGI monsters fighting each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's fine. It was well done, so I liked it. Okay. You know, Ben Kingsley is... I was wondering, did you love that? An absolute gift. Could you ima- Could you believe that he showed up in there? Oh, he had to have. <laughs> he had to have. Did you see the All Hail the King? No. You've never seen All Hail the King? No. I may so have once, but... So it's a Marvel short. Mm-hmm. It's on Disney Plus now, if you want to yeah, watch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Kingsley, it's Trevor Slattery.
0: After Iron Man 3.
1: In jail. And he's like... A celebrity in jail. I see. And then he this guy is reporter is doing an interview with him. Um and during the interview it turns out the reporter's actually part of the ten rings and is there uh, to kidnap Trevor. And he's like, uh, my boss wants me to bring him to you. You stole his name. And then like that's uh, how it ends.
0: Okay, I see. I see. We brought little Hud Lil Hud out here and he's in his little swing he's in like a swing yeah like a mechanical swing so you guys all get to share in that so next
1: um the sound design stood out to me as mm. really really good
0: all the hits and stuff yeah. yeah
1: well i mean in general but but definitely during the the fighting scenes right um i really enjoyed well i mean i enjoyed martial arts movies in general mm-hmm. but i really enjoyed that for the bulk of the movie yeah he didn't have powers yes and it was it was straight up just his Skills. fighting skills yeah skills where he w- that made him able to defeat you know these like supernatural ninjas for lack of a better term and
0: i think we'll get to see more of that even though he has the rings so like because you know I-, I feel like that's just part of the style they're going for
1: right well and that was what was really neat is even if he- even after he got the rings sure the rings grant you power mm-hmm. or powers but it seemed like he was using them more as tools than anything else. Yeah, like a weapon. Yeah, so that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought that they that that scene while it was happening, the scene when he was waiting for Katie mm-hmm. um, while they were getting ready for work, I, I, I'm, I was thinking like, what is the point of this scene? Right. Why are they here? Why are we wasting this time? Right. But it laid the groundwork for the language dynamic where yeah. she only spoke English, but everyone else spoke Chinese. Uh, Chinese. Mandarin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that when they got to the like, village, the village later, you didn't have to question, oh, they're all speaking a different language and she's right. just responding in English. Right. It, it made sense because that was the dynamic That's in her household. Yes. Also, I thought it was really cool that the grandma had set, you know, left that seat empty. Uh, for her husband, because it was the Day of the Dead. Right. Was like, I left whiskey out on his grave, and it was gone in the morning. And they right. were all like rolling, her eye, rolling their eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, Grandma, after somebody dies, they can't come back. They're not just on the other side. Right. Which was the plot of the whole villain's plot. You know what I mean? What right. his dad's plan was, was to get his mom back from the other side. Because she didn't die. She was just captured or right. something. Yeah. So uh, it, it was just a really cool, like, at the end of the movie, I really appreciated that scene. It was yeah. really, really... They did a really great job of foreshadowing the rest of the movie, really yeah. laying the groundwork for... The dynamic of all of them. Yeah, and the motivations and everything. It was, yeah. it was, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. All in all, really, really enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, when it ended, I went... This is easily a top five Marvel movie mm-hmm. out yeah. of all of them. And so you liked the movie,
0: hated the podcast, but luckily... I didn't hate the podcast. Luckily- there were just a couple of things that you guys said, and I was just like, ah... Yeah, you always wish that you could be talking, but you're not on the podcast, so it's too late. (laughs) So I'm just in my car yelling at the radio. (laughs) That was what's been on Matt's mind for the past couple weeks. Uh, Only Murders in the Building is still very good. And I watched all of Squid Game, and that was very good. So now that. And I watched the first episode of Midnight Mass. Should we just start doing that? And I watched, and then you say something you watched, <laughs> and I watched this, and I watched this, and then that's just that for 40 minutes. <laughs> anyway, we did. And I watched a couple of episodes of Seinfeld on Netflix. But both of us watched Malignant. And yes, we did. And so that is what we're making the entire podcast about, because I think that if people listen to all of our episodes or at least even if they just listen to the horror-based episodes they know that we like James Wan and so Malignant is the newest James Wan horror movie I I I can't say much for James Wan's action movies like I didn't see Aquaman and I saw Furious 7 because I was a fan of the Fast and Furious movies not necessarily because James Wan
1: was doing it Um, and it was good but like I thought it was one of the better of the Fast Fast and and Furious furious movies. And it's just like... And and I know what people's criticisms are of of Aquaman, Uh but I thought Aquaman was a lot of fun. So, James
0: Wan, you know, he could be seen as a master of horror right now, and then he also loves his action. And... I, I think mean, I the, wouldn't quite say
1: that he's the greatest, horror, greatest horror mind of our generation. Right. That's still
0: Jordan Peele. Yeah, absolutely. According to that girl in Regal. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. After, you know, both of his movies. That was before Us know, came out. <laughs> it was just get out.
0: But, so, uh, yeah. James Wan loves horror, loves action. That will come back later. But, what do you think that girl thought after The Sixth Sense? Oh, my God. Well... That girl thought after The Sixth Sense what Entertainment Weekly wrote about about M. Night Shyamalan when Signs was coming out, which was the next Spielberg. How do you think that girl felt when she saw The Village? All right. So anyway, Malignant. (laughs) It
1: is also, I went back. The Village is pretty good. Yeah, I bet.
0: Malignant was directed by James Wan, as we just said, written by Akella Cooper. Starring Annabelle Wallace, Maddie Hassan, George Young, Nicole, Brianna White, and others. And in a very like, it wasn't like that dense of a plot. So I feel like it's not that hard to kind of quickly explain what malignant was about, but not that. Okay. I don't think it's that hard. Like there's a weird twist in the movie, I guess, spoiler alert, but I'm going to tell you everything that happens. There's going to be spoilers, but malignant was pretty much about a woman named, I should have looked up what her name was, shouldn't I? Gabriel. No. <laughs> okay, go hold on, Matt. You're getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> ahead of yourself. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Malignant was about a woman named Madison. I believe they call her Maddie, say Maddie. Sometimes I thought it was. And she was in like, you know, an abusive relationship, had been having a lot of miscarriages, and she hits her head that's gonna be important no she doesn't hit her head her abusive boyfriend husband shoves her into into a wall and her head smashes into the The wall. back of her head then you know she she's able to lock him out of the bedroom because he starts acting like oh i'm sorry and he decides to sleep on the couch so that night an intruder shows up kills the husband and knocks maddie unconscious pretty much from then on she she loses her baby again unfortunately and she's just kind of living out her life but when she goes to sleep at night she has these nightmares but like it's almost like she's there and she's witnessing people being murdered I remember um, when you said this would be easy to explain i think it's i think i'm doing good she witnesses these murders in her dreams she realizes they're actually happening and pretty much, you know, this happens, that happens, and she... <laughs> this is an episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, yada, and so, yada, 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 yada. Yada, 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 yada. We find out that... <laughs> I'm just going to drop this. <laughs> and you'll, no one listening to this, if you haven't seen the movie, you're never going to see this coming, okay? Turns out she had a tumor that was another person. It was... It, they were born like okay so, together, right? So
1: there's a there's a very, there's a real type of ter- tumor. Yes, that can grow teeth and eyeballs and hair and fingernails and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think what, when you're in the womb, right? Is that no, when no, happens? no? Like you could, you could have a tumor right now. Oh, that, I see. Could, okay. and it, I can't, I don't know the word for it, but it's yeah. a specific type of tumor. So I think what they did was they extrapolated that right. to say like, okay, well, what if these tumors could develop like a mind of their own?
0: Right. And so pretty much she has this tumor on the back of and her head as a child. Gave
1: that tumor supernatural powers right
0: so what matt's saying pretty much she had this tumor on the back of her head had arms legs like a face and everything um doctors tried to remove it because it had supernatural powers and was getting too powerful
1: very aggressive but they couldn't
0: you know completely get it away and so all these dreams she's having are really her mentally falling asleep while her tumor wakes up so the tumor is growing
1: on the back of her brain this is horrible This is terrible. You said it would be be easy to explain.
0: A woman has nightmares of murders, finds out those murders are actually her, but really it's a tumor that she has
1: on the back of her head that is literally Voldemort style, a a face on the back of her head. While he's doing it, he's manipulating her brain to think that she's witnessing it. Right. But really, she's doing it. He's also the reason that she was having all those miscarriages. Because she was, he was yes. absorbing the life, life force, force of the, the baby. Fetuses? The this fetus? is how it feels to watch the movie,
0: too. Anyway, that's kind of how it goes. The end of the movie, she has like a sister... Um, that's like an adopted sister because she was adopted into a family. Her mom had given her up because she had a supernatural tumor (laughs) attached to the back of her head and they find like the birth mother, like all this stuff happens, but like really it's just, we have to beat this tumor. That's a part of me. And they beat it with what love willpower, willpower, right? Because if he's controlling her mind and they share the same mind, you can control your mind and you have the same power i think that's like eventually what they came okay. around to you're making it sound am i making it sound terrible <sighs> i don't mean to i actually genuinely am not trying to make it sound like a terrible i want to say you're making it sound like worse than it is yeah but i think it's just that when you watch it it makes more sense it's different when you're watching <laughs> it than when you're trying to explain it So, I mean, hey, go watch it, you know? Um, I guess we'll wait and we'll find out recommendations if we recommend it at the end. But let's start broadly. What did you think of the movie? Now that we're through that mess. I
1: I talked to... um, Before I watched it, I had talked to my SOB, Austin. Uh Uh-huh. And he... What I was trying to tell you, you wouldn't let me tell you. Right. What he told me, he's like, I wish someone would have told me before I watched it. It starts out a little more traditional. Right. And then it kind of ventures... Not, uh, he he said, I wouldn't say into B-movie territory, but, like, it flirts with it. I would call it a
0: B-movie. Like, I think that's the choice. It's not like it's bad. It's a choice. Right,
1: right, Well, it's a monster movie. Right. You know, it's not, it's not, like, a demonic possession, like, in ghosts, like James Wan. Yeah, it's movies. not The Conjuring. He told me that, so I had a certain expectation going into it that, like, okay, some of this is going to be cheesy. Right. With that expectation, I loved it. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Um, look, James Wan is mm-hmm. is <coughs> the greatest, the greatest horror, mind horror mind of our generation. Hundred percent. He's a genius. No, yeah, he's it's, good. It's, it's, even even scenes that aren't scary, even just the way that he builds suspense. Yes um it, it i know i always go back to it but he it reminds me of hitchcock where yeah, yeah. it's it's i'm not going to rely on a jump scare mm-hmm. i'm not going to rely on 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 cheap film tricks mm-hmm. i'm going to create some cool shots yeah and i'm gonna give the audience information that the character doesn't have and i'm gonna make you care about the character mm-hmm. and that's gonna build suspense
0: I do actually agree with you on the suspense part. There were a lot of moments, you know, especially in those scenes where, you know, something was going down that it was very stressful and scary, especially towards the beginning, like the whole section with her like abusive boyfriend or whatever, when he like, you know, the blender went off and then the fridge opened and he's like walking around and trying to figure out what's going on. That was pretty good. And her coming down and finding him and like his neck being all like twisted around was like creepy mm-hmm. and everything. I think that the B movie thing, I actually don't mind that.
1: It felt almost like a grind house kind of thing, but No for sure. I, I liked it. I just I'm glad that I knew, knew going to in. expect that going in. He did he didn't say oh it's kinda you know it's Yeah it's bad thing. or whatever. Right. He didn't give me any of that. He was just like just Know that it's not going to be Insidious. Well, know that it's not going to be The Conjuring. And I had
0: thought, based on, like, you know, just some things that I had heard, that it was going to be kind of more of an older, like, um, cheaper kind of look to a movie and everything. And so I was expecting that. The Well, because I don't really want to get into, like, the
1: negatives right away. Okay, just to keep focused on positives. Okay, so... The, the scene with the, the husband walking around. Yes, or, and, and... And the scene with the lady in the underground Seattle. That
0: was pretty cool, too. Yeah,
1: I... I there are points. Okay,
0: so there's this thing with horror, and I, I know, like, they want you to ignore some things. Like Like, there's a part of horror movies that has the audience saying... What are you doing to the character, you know? Mm-hmm. And thinking of that woman in the Seattle thing, she turned the lights off and hears like a doom, doom, doom. And she like looks over. Yeah. It's like, it's like you're like, still next out. to the light switch, like leave. Like, yeah. She literally like sat there looking into the darkness and it's like, you can't see. Turn the lights on. <laughs> and it's like, you know, in a horror did, movie. Did she flip the
1: switch and it didn't work?
0: Uh, I don't think so. She She eventually turned the lights on. Eventually. Right. And then they went out and that's fine. Like, I'm fine with her turning them on and they go out because at least she tried. But it took her a really long time to turn them on. But there were there were some things just kind of, as I was saying, like, as we're talking more broadly, where it's like, I liked the movie, but there were a lot of points in it that, like, I just kind of wish something had been done better. Right. So, but let's just talking about the good, you already kind of mentioned it with um, James Wan and being like, you know, so great at horror and everything. And so, because it's a James Wan movie, the visuals were awesome. Right. Like, he does sometimes get to this point where it's like, is it serving the story or is it kind of distracting? <laughs> but, like, it's usually cool <laughs> enough yeah, that, right. like, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> right. Because right. he loves doing this, the thing where it's like you're way up high and they're walking through their house and it's like you see all the walls from, from overhead, above yeah. like and it and it looks awesome and it's like there's not really a point to it but it, but it's unique it's fun oh i can see because the attic was important later the attic is important later guys <laughs> and i also wrote very suspenseful when necessary and i'm going to tell you this whether you cuz i feel like this is the kind of movie you're going to like it or you're going to hate it right either one I feel like I've never seen a movie like this, like with what is happening literally in it. it.
1: Is that that was another thing I was going to say. It was it was so refreshingly original. Yeah, at least for things I've seen, I haven't seen much like. Well, it. I mean, he, okay, he 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 made Insidious. Yeah, that is a, a movie where you know demonic possession is yeah. a, is a thing, right? I think it's so, pretty original though, and so if you want to get that like broad then mm-hmm. sure she was possessed by the tumor in the back of her right. brain. Um but other than that, like it was a monster movie where yeah. where she was the monster, but Without she wasn't really to be. The, right. Mm-hmm. So it was it was okay. <laughs> Are you about so to go when, to negatives? No. Oh, okay. So when she <laughs> I just think it's funny that like in order <laughs> in order to like describe the positives i have to be like all right forgive all the wacky bullshit yes
0: yes exactly <laughs> that's what i was that's why i was having trouble just now right. i i kept so, accidentally
1: bleeding no pun intended into the negatives so whenever the killer was killing yes it was the tumor on the you know in the back of her skull yes so she would put a coat on Backwards, backwards, and then put her gloves on, and then she would like reach behind her. She would snap her elbows, right, right, and and like turn her feet around, or no, not turn her feet. She but did, she would yeah. be walking backwards. Yes, st- but you didn't know that until the end, right. And so whenever you saw the killer doing anything or running around, they it was this weird Awkward. movement that you're like, what is that? Yes, thing? yes. I've never seen anything that moves like that. I liked that. What kind of monster is this? And then when the reveal happens and you see her twist all up and start moving backwards, it's like, it's just I a person. absolutely have seen that. That's yes. just someone running backwards. Yes. It was, it was so simple yes. and so effective yes. because it was... It was jarring. It was all pudding.
0: And you got to see at one point as she was running as the monster she, like, did that thing that you always see in horror movies where they, like, do the back bend kind of thing and, like, run on all fours. Mm-hmm. But, like, it would have been easier because that's the way her legs right, bend right, anyway. Right, because she was
1: really bending forward. Yes. The, the human body was bending forward. <laughs> right,
0: and so I thought that was pretty funny. And I, I do want to just say my, my last good thing that I have mm-hmm. listed is the makeup, or I'm sure there was CGI on top of it and stuff, but the face, like, the face the, of face. Gabriel... Yeah. Was gross yeah. and like yeah. awesome looking. Like it was, it was definitely. It, it's hard sometimes in horror movies to make something that's genuinely unsettling right. to look at. Right, and he and he was because the way that he came out was like through her skull, kind right. of. Right, and so like he had blood all over his face that right. was like dripping, and like oh god, it was horrible. And so that was fantastic.
1: And and honestly, the fight scenes at mm. the end when mm. she would like killed everyone in the in the jail cell oh, and was killing all the cops. Oh god! Oh, yeah, it was off putting. Yeah, it yeah. was unsettling. But it was hard to watch what fight choreography like the like makeup now, too. Now let's put some fight choreography yeah. in this horror movie. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. It was it was cool. Yeah. So then, do you have more
1: positives, or, or are you fine moving on? S- the scene when the the woman that was captured, who spoiler alert, ends up being. The biological The biological mother Mm -hmm. of the girl slash... Gabriel. ...tumor demon. Yes. Okay, so she's the one that's underground in Seattle. Yes. She gets captured, and Gabriel has her tied to... I'm sorry, the killer, has her tied to like the top of the attic. Basically yes. the inside of the roof yes. of, of a house. And so he's gone, and she is able to free herself. Right. Falls out, falls through the ceiling into the living room of... Of Maddie, the main of, character. Right. And just that... that moment. S- moment in that scene, all all at the same time, you're like, holy shit, and... That was so obvious. How
0: did I not yes. see that coming? Yes. And, well, I do actually, I'll add another positive. It's, it's a positive that's really there for all movies that have a twist. And it's that, uh, that special moment where maybe one of the people you're watching it with figures it out. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was in, into the movie where she was being hypnotized, I believe it was. But we had already been jokingly complaining the whole movie about why the hell she was not going to the doctor because this woman, Maddie, had her head hit the wall because she was pushed and was bleeding from the back of the head and went to the hospital. But then after going to the hospital that time, continued to bleed right. from the back of her head for the rest of the movie and would just go like, oh, God, I'm bleeding again. And like that was it. And we'd be like, go to the hospital. <laughs> so... We'd been joking about that, and then like she's getting hypnotized, and I can't remember what happened. Oh, it, it showed the it went back in time with Lil Theo from Haunting of Hell House, right? As Maddie, and it was showing how she thought she was gonna cut a piece of cake, but really she was about to kill her, her mom, her mom and or the she was baby, kill the baby, right? Right, because um, the mom was pregnant. And so that was the first time you saw that Gabriel can show you something else. Right, right. And so Kristen was like, the bleeding from the back of the head is Gabriel. And I, we paused the movie and we were like, what? <laughs> and she was like, 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 like Harry you. Potter. She was like, like in Harry Potter <laughs> 1. His face Quirrel. is on the back of her face and the blood. And we were like, "That." Has to be it, but also what? Like, is it? It's <laughs> There's just no so way ridiculous. they could make that work. <laughs> so we hit play, and they say, "So did you remember something?" And she was like, "I did. I guess it was just like, you know, something in the back of my head that I hadn't thought of." And we were like, "He's on the fucking back of her head, <laughs> like Kristen, you just nailed it." And so then the rest of the time we were like waiting, right. and then the woman fell through the ceiling, and I felt like that.
1: That felt like and just that like scene the, nail in the in the police coffin. department when she was talking to him on the phone yes. and it was framed so you could see the back of her head in the mirror. Yeah. She was talking. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah,
0: so that that whole thing like it's fun watching a movie that has a twist and like almost making it especially if it's a movie like this that's kind of funny and like you know a little right, ridiculous. Right, 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 right. You kind of make it like a social environment where it's like what's happening right, and that's always right. fun no matter what. So on to the not so good. Now I already mentioned things like why is this woman not going to the doctor when with her head bleeding? Why is the woman underground not turning on the lights right away and like that's, or that's running? Horrible, I know so. it just
1: was annoying. Um, but it's also okay. We say we talk about James one as a genius. Yeah, James one yeah, yeah. is this. James one is that. James one is held to a higher standard. Yeah. <laughs> well, because yeah. in in his. In the Saul movies that he did, in the Insidious movies, the Conjuring movies, there is less of that. Yeah, a lot of the characters' actions do make more sense in those movies. It's it's what people would do. So when you see this,
0: it's a little annoying. But if he, it's a choice is the thing. Right. And what you have to do is you have to decide on. You can just you know you can respect it as a choice, but then you decide: Do I like that choice or not? But that kind of stuff was annoying, and I'm gonna bring back that I disagreed with you a little bit on caring about the characters, because I may have cared about Maddie and her sister. Yes, but no one else. Oh yeah. And so, like, as far as horror movies go, there's always the joke that, like, why do I care? Ab- like, especially in slasher movies, these people are being killed. You're seeing this happen, mm-hmm. and it's like, but I don't know anything about them. Right. So, like, I don't care which and, is what
1: Fear Street did really well. But sorry.
0: <laughs> Horror movies and ones that James Warner is involved in cuz he also produced I think The Conjuring 3. They've now taken it where it's like okay. So if we make it so that the character you you don't care about the characters, people don't feel anything when someone's killed so it's like you don't care. Which if is how we, I felt with the husband in the beginning. If you as
1: soon as he hit Maddie, I was like this guy's dead. Well,
0: <laughs> but what I'm thinking about him is instead of going with we can make you really like the characters, and so then it really hurts when they die. It's easier and faster for us to make you hate the character because then you want them to die. Mm-hmm. So it's like he hits Maddie, and it's like if this guy dies, I, I don't care. Right. Like, and
1: so, well, but it was it, it was, still has a reaction from you. But it was effective because they set him up where you don't like him. Yeah. And then you he died. Right. He, got, he was, like, smashed into the wall or something like that. He got
0: his neck completely. Right. Whatever And, and, and
1: the cop said that it looked like he was in a car accident. Right, right, when right. When it was just someone who, like, just
0: died by themselves.
1: Or snapped or, or, his neck. Right, yes. And, okay, you feel about him however you feel about him. But then the killer starts going after Maddie, and since you feel for maddie already now that's where i'm saying the suspense gets built right. very quickly you've seen what this thing is capable of yeah, yeah. and you care about that character yeah so he was that's he good. Was just a tool to get to the maddie. suspense right and
0: um i want to point out that one of the cops was like it, it was probably maddie like the wife probably did it. <laughs> right, right and it's like what about this other than like her proximity to it right. means she did this? Like, I felt like the, the evidence didn't necessarily show that. Yeah. And it, then later at the end, it, it technically was. And she's <laughs> like, What did I say from the beginning? And it's like, Yeah, but at the beginning, you didn't have it. Like, you got lucky that <laughs> well, it came uh, around. But I think
1: if that line was worded a little bit differently, mm-hmm. where if, if they say, I mean, you've heard it in all kinds of detective yeah, 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 yeah. shows and movies and stuff where they say, You know, however many percent of the time, the spouse did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they could have worded it like that, and it right. would have been just a, just as, if not more effective. You know what? I want to throw this. is the as, spouse This isn't
0: it. really a positive or a negative. It's just like a, an observation that I loved. They did it like three times with all the crime scenes where the, the male detective was shown walking in and like reacting to it with just his face first. And I was like, I want... A compilation of all the times (laughs) Like I want a whole movie of just him Like what do we got today And like walking in and going jesus like i it was like every single time you went to a crime scene i'm like let's see what this
1: guy thinks yeah. of it visually and there, it was weird there was like a csi there that yeah. like seemed to have a crush oh, on him yes but then they never like yes. addressed it.
0: <laughs> yes she had a crush on him and so you're like oh maybe like that'll be like a, a plot like a b plot right right where they end up together and then she, he just likes the sister <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then that's just it oh man that's funny It helped, though, because I was scared for the CSI person when she was locked in the evidence closet. closet. So the plot, I put the plot, but that was a very, that's not what I mean. The plot was ridiculous, but that was the choice.
1: Right. Right.
0: It was a choice. I'm not going to go after that. That's the point of the movie is that it's almost like a sci-fi kind of like monster of the week right whatever i wasn't necessarily a fan of that like genre shift like i liked the the makeup and the effects and stuff when the fighting and stuff happened but it legitimately turned into the matrix in the police station gabriel ran on the wall (laughs) and i think (laughs) shotguns while he was flipping (laughs) off the wall and so i was like i came here for a james Watt horror movie and i am getting james Wan's the matrix
1: yeah which you know what that just makes me want james Wan's the matrix <laughs>
0: but i didn't really like how like cool gabriel was coming off like i feel like he was more like sly and like unstoppable than scary
1: yeah i mean again i think uh, not defending it but like i feel like they were just trying to build the threat mm-hmm like, hey, what are they gonna do? Nothing they you can't can even do stop can them. stop this 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 thing. And then literally, the but writers it did. were like, "I don't know what to do." But it did come off really cool. Yeah, he <laughs> you, like, well, you, almost he the to cloak. the point. He had the cloak. Yeah, too. almost to the point. Yeah, the trench coat. <laughs> almost to the point where you were kind. Of, you were like, "Oh man, I, I just kind of want to see more of this." Yeah, exactly. But again, then they pulled it into the hospital room right. with the mom and the sister. So, and, yes. and then you were like, "Okay, no, fuck this guy."
0: So, let me let me talk to you about the very ending of the movie. This,
1: this is probably my only negative.
0: Let me talk to you about the very ending of the movie. We get to the end of the movie. Gabriel is going after the biological mom who's in the hospital. you got to keep in mind that Maddie is always with Gabriel because they're the same person. They ju- Technically, they're different people. They share the same brain. Whatever. They're one body. But and Maddie doesn't always know that she's Gabriel or she doesn't know what's happening because Gabriel can use her mind to show her, to make her think that she's somewhere right. else at the example being what I mentioned earlier, where like as a little girl, he was making her think she was going to use a big knife to cut a piece of cake. But then she was able to like get out of the illusion and see that she was holding the knife over her adopted mom's pregnant stomach, you know stomach. Yeah. And so like Gabriel is able to make you think that, so that you can kill someone pretty much. Um, and so the sister, Maddie's sister, whom she loves was at the hospital as well to try to like stop things. And I think the cop, the detective shows up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Gabriel is just overpowered, like literally can pick up a hospital bed and just like fling it. And so he traps the sister and overtakes the cop, takes the gun from the cop. And so we're in this situation where like Gabriel is about to win And has the gun to Maddie's sister's head. Mm -hmm. And then it goes inward. We see like almost like a mind space where Gabriel and Maddie are talking to each other. And Maddie pretty much. It was like she just got the soul stone. Right. She pretty much like unlocked Gabriel's (laughs) power. Right, Right. Where now she can lock him away. Right. Because it's her mind too. So that's what her sister says. It's your mind too. And so she he she locks him away and says, You're in here until like I want you to not be. And he's like, Darth Vader, no <laughs> right? And then but you had seen she thinks she shot the sister or something, right?
1: She did what Gabriel always did, was she showed. Yes, Gabriel. okay, yes, you're
0: right, you're right. She unlocked the power and so she shoots the sister, you think. Gabriel shoots the sister and, kills the, and kills the mom. But then Maddie's like, I'm just showing you what you want or whatever. And is able to lock him away. And you know, she right. has the power now. Right. So then it shows her and she locks him in the jail cell. that like, she was. In. Yes. But in her mind, in her mind. And so the sister, like, you know, she helps the sister up because <laughs> the sister's trapped under like a heavy, heavy hospital bed. But if Gabriel was able to lift it, <laughs> so can Maddie. So she lifts the hospital bed, gets the sister out. You can see we're kind of, you know, being a little tongue in cheek here. And she tells the sister some something beautiful that she realized. And it's that she always wanted a blood connection to like a family member. And she realized that she's really always had it with her adopted sister. And it's, like, a, a nice little moment. How does she have a blood
1: connection with her? She doesn't. It made
0: no sense. And Or maybe she said, like, I had something better.
1: Maybe that's what she said. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And
0: Because um, I don't remember bumping into that. Remember oh, when ahead. we mentioned the Seattle, like, the underground Seattle and how mm-hmm. the woman should have turned on the lights? And she did eventually turn on the lights, but they all went out. It's because Gabriel affects lights when, like, he's active. Right. They, like, go on and off. So we see them having their nice moment and we get a little in- inception moment where the camera pulls back to a light bulb and it like starts burning up and then the movie ends, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how the movie ends and we we're were we all sitting there like, oh, man, was that hospital scene a train wreck. Like you had this whole movie that like was good. There was some bad, cheesy, whatever. And then I felt like... That ending scene was a mess. <laughs> it,
1: I, I always bump in. I mean, th- that scene was messy. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know that I would go as far as to say it was a mess. But, <laughs> it was messy, not a mess. It, it, it was messy. <laughs> I always bump in to these stories that have to have a happy ending. Well, it's all this happens, all this death, all this action, all this. Di- and the conclusion or the solution is, oh, I had the power to stop it. I just didn't m- realize. The whole time. Right. right. So, and I don't know. I guess it's, if there was more of a, you know, growth or journey for Maddie throughout the movie, that might have made a little more sense. But it seemed like all of the growth happened in that moment in R- that hospital right. room. Right. Yes. Exactly.
0: Right. And... Kristen accidentally made the ending a lot more interesting for us okay like she just kind of said something I guess I shouldn't say accidentally like she said something and then we really liked it which was this whole movie we have been seeing what Gabriel wants Maddie to see mm-hmm. and so what if Gabriel wanted Maddie To see that she is now in control all of a sudden and can lock him away and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And he actually killed the mom, killed the sister and just like has her living in her happy little ending. And that's what the light bulb was at the end was showing like, no, he's still in control. Maybe. And I was like, now that is a cool (laughs) ending. And it's kind of fun that we can talk about that because they left it so open. Right. But I, it just, it really, to me, felt like, ooh, let's do like the Inception, like top. <laughs> but there was like so much more emotional investment in what that top would do in Inception right. versus the light bulb thing. right? Uh, but overall, we've gotten to the end of that. Overall, it was it was definitely not like a James Wan, like horror movie as you know it.
1: But it's. I feel like it's. It's an evolution. But it evolution. also was literally a James Wan. It was movie. literally one. It reminds me. Okay, so Taylor Swift's first three albums. Oh, were, this is gonna be good. more <laughs> country albums. Yeah. And you're like, damn, Taylor Swift's awesome. And then Red comes out. Mm-hmm. And which you're is, like,
0: which is still a good album. I don't know what he's gonna say, but go ahead.
1: And you're like, what the fuck is this? Okay. You listen to it a couple times. and You go, you know what? It's not what I expected. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about malignant. Malignant is James Wan's red, red. album,
0: <laughs> and I can't wait for James Wan's folklore. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> so he's just gonna remake "Oh Brother, Where Art Thou"? Uh, what is uh,
0: what is your star rating on this, Matt? If Insidious is a five for you, <laughs> three and a half. Okay, that makes sense. I'm gonna go with two and a half. Just because there was there was enough mess to knock some stars back, but um, Embrace the mess.
1: Definitely Run fun to talk the about. Mess. Sorry, you haven't seen uh, Only Murders in the Building yet. <laughs> would you recommend the movie, Matt? Um, yes. I think just, I would too. Just know that it's Yeah, it kooky. is what it is. Kooky. You can,
0: you can, I I would actually even say watch it with friends because I think that movies like this are fun experiences. Yeah. It's not really a movie to like, be like, oh, I really want to watch a good horror movie by myself tonight.
1: Don't. Well, and that's what I, it's, when I watch The Conjuring, when I watch Insidious, and I know I always keep coming back to those two, but. They're great. Those stick with me. Yeah. Okay. I watch. I watch Insidious and then I turn it off and I go to bed and that red-faced demon is... He's in your head. He's yeah. in your bed. Yeah. <laughs> He's everywhere. And now you're dead. Everywhere. This movie's not going to stick with me. No. I'll remember it, mm-hmm. but I don't turn the lights off and walk through the house and be like, oh, Gabriel's around. Oh, you know what I mean? got a shiver. Well, because he would be attached to you.
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is that it's more... It's fun, but, but... it's not... It's it's more... Benign. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Thank you for listening. Let's run that back. This will be our last episode. <laughs> our last episode.
0: <laughs> uh, I've never seen a better place to put crickets than there. What if this was our last episode. You know what it is good to think about what if. And so as you know from listening to our last episode we've been watching what if and guess what it's been like 3 weeks since then and the show is over. And so I think that what we hadn't seen um at that point was zombies. I hadn't seen zombies uh Thor being a party animal. We had Ultron winning. What if Ultron won? And then the finale, what if the watcher, watcher. stopped Broke. watching? Broke his oath. Yes. Started doing. We also had not seen the Killmonger episode. Dylan's or right. the
1: Tony Stark and Gamora episode.
0: Jesus, man. What? Because that one didn't happen. Is that a joke? Because I don't remember Gamora being a part of Tony Stark's episode. Didn't you see the
1: finale? I did. Gamora was pretty integral.
0: I did not. I wondered. That you must have been cut. Up. That must have been cut.
1: So there were production issues because of COVID so they had to cut one episode out of season 1 and add it to season 2. Yeah. So there was a whole episode that centered on Tony Stark and Gamora. Unbelievable,
0: but they some but they kept fucking zombies anyway. Um maybe
1: we had seen zombies last time. You couldn't you couldn't play that last episode and what all these random zombies fall out of the sky, and then Z- Z- Zombie Wanda shows up. And I would be more fine with
0: that than why is Gamora so integral. You wouldn't be, Dylan. Yeah, because like with Gamora, it's like you wonder why Gamora is so integral. But if they threw like a bunch of zombies out of the sky and Scarlet Witch zombie, I think I'd be more confused than that. Gamora was in like the entire episode. The zombies were in one minute of the episode.
1: But they also, when when he went and picked her up, he did Gamora, killer of Thanos. You know, the, yeah, you, you got a, a little it bit was just of back only
0: one. It doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. What if was great? I just want to throw that out there. And I, I thought the finale it was, it was great. Was good. I thought
1: it was so good. The finale was great. I thought all of it was really cool. And I, th- I
0: hope that... I think The my Doctor
1: Strange episode was incredible. The finale was good. The T'Challa and Killmonger episodes <laughs> were pretty good. The rest of it was fine.
0: I think it was that... was just fine. I think that what they need to do in the second season, and they're asking me... Is do less of like we've seen the movie like, you know, the similarities to the things we've seen. That was
1: that's what the comic I don't like it
0: was. I don't like it. I like I like like what if Doctor Strange what was it? Like lost Lost his heart heart instead of his hands?
1: That's really cool. That followed the same beats. I know, but like
0: don't show me the movie beats. Show me just the stuff that's different. It
1: was all different. Steve Rogers wasn't wasn't barely in the Captain America episode,
0: but it was the same movie. It was just that it was well. Pe- right, that they showed you was, what was different. That episode was the worst one for pretty much. It was the exact oh, same wrong. movie. You think? Oh, what was the worst one? the The one where all the heroes died. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I agree. I, I think that the Peggy one was the one that literally was the most like the original movie. That's what I like. You like it when it's like the same thing. And not, it shows you that not much was different. Like we literally, in her world, we got all the way to Winter Soldier with nothing changing except that it's Peggy and not Cap, um, not um Steve. And that Steve Rogers is
1: the Winter Soldier.
0: Presumably. It was almost acting as if they, this isn't two nerds talking at each other. Like we're <laughs> doing nothing to like, Let the audience know what the hell (laughs) we're talking about. What If is on Disney Plus. It's a cartoon, by the way, that's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I think The Watcher has one of the best voices, obviously. Jeffrey Wright, his voice is amazing. And he just, it really makes everything sound really important. But, like, not that interesting of a character, can I say? Yeah. I really, really, like, Doctor Strange held that thing On his shoulders. How excited are you for
1: Multiverse of Madness?
0: Do you think he'll meet that Doctor Strange? Because I'd love to see it. That would be cool. Maybe. Because literally, like, if they didn't have that Doctor Strange in the finale, they would have lost immediately. He held it down the whole time until Hawkeye could save the day. That's That's the whole Hawkeye? Yeah, you know, his arrow. Don't have the arrow with that. Oh, right, because that didn't end up working, did it? Or did it?
1: Yeah, Zola.
0: Yeah, it worked, but then, shocker, Zola was still a a bad guy. And I liked Killmonger trying to steal the the Infinity Stones. All that was really cool. But
1: I'm so bummed that he died in Black Panther. Yeah. He's such a good character. Multiverse. Bring him back. No. Bring him back. You can't. You can't recapture that. Just you, bring know, it out. you know what I'll do? I'll just watch Black Panther yeah, again. <laughs> that's
0: good. So yeah, so you thought that What If was fine. I thought it was all great. Like I thought it was all really fun just to see and I thought the animation was really cool. If if we
1: if we're ranking the MCU shows on Disney Plus so uh-huh. far, there's been four of them. Yeah, it's it's number 3.
0: I'm almost scared to ask WandaVision isn't number four, right? It's Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay, good. I I and would look, agree with and that. And look, I enjoyed Falcon and the Winter yeah, Soldier. I did too. I did too. I just
1: I thought it was kind of more like
0: nothing really special.
1: But and 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 and, and I, I'm sorry, it's it's cop out, but I feel like. WandaVision and 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 Loki Loki are 1A and 1B. Like, put them in any order. Yeah. I I absolutely loved both of them. Both of them. And Loki, I mean, ended up being so much better. I mean,
0: I don't know what this conversation is, but... We're just talking about Marvel. It's definitely a thing. Like, you know, this is the kind of thing that, like, if, if, like, Dylan, Kristen, and I were having this conversation, you would be screaming in your car. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because this is the kind of conversation we cannot have without Matt but um, I'm just I just think that what if was a very 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 fun thing and I agree that it is probably number three but I think that that actually also goes to show that if you know even trying to rank them the TV shows have been unbelievably good um, so far like, right I, there hasn't they haven't really missed uh, Hawkeye speaking of not missing is that a tv show right that's not going to be like a disney plus movie no it's a series okay so i mean that even gives me even higher hopes for it even though even though it's hawkeye no offense jeremy but even though it's hawkeye all the other shows have been good what
1: the hawkeye hate
0: you don't you like hawkeye i mean it's not he's not my favorite but i don't hate him i genuinely think it all comes back to the avengers one and that he had he got you know taken over by loki and so pretty much had no character development as hawkeye other than what other people said about him and so like but he had a ton of character development later, in Ultron. but it's too late now we've already attached ourselves to the ones that we've seen and he wasn't there for it and so now he's just this other character mm. he was great in age of ultron they did a lot for him and, but I, it's just, and I didn't like age of ultron He's just a guy that shoots arrows really good. And I don't know if that's like visually pleasing. He's a human being. with No
1: powers. Same with Black Widow. Who's an Avenger.
0: But we like Black Widow because we got a lot of screen time with her early on, which that's what they say in Avengers 2. His wife says like, you're not like them. You're they're gods and stuff. And he says, what? So like, you don't think they need me? And she says, no, that's what scares me. Is that they do need you, <laughs> and that's that's kind of some yeah. of his best like development. Right, and,
1: right. And I think there's some good development there. Look, also, I don't.
0: I know that we're this again. This conversation is all over the place. But that movie also, I recently was reminded by a coworker of his speech that he gives to Wanda yeah, after you go
1: out there and you're an Avenger.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. It's, yeah, it's awesome. It's I don't, probably, Does he it's have probably
1: the highlight of the movie? Does he have
0: the like authority? He can do that just. Like, he has the same authority as
1: Tony does
0: as far as making anyone an Avenger? Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, let's he's one be, of let, the original. Let's be honest. Hawkeye didn't create any of the Avengers villains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He probably has more authority than Tony. <laughs> Tony, that was a bad look for Tony that entire movie. Pretty Tony much. needs to be kept in a cave with <laughs> a box of scraps. In a cave! <laughs>
0: with a box of scraps! Oh, man. oh, it blows
1: my mind that when Jeff Bridges is yelling at that guy, <laughs> yeah, that guy is the kid from a Christmas story.
0: All right, I think that's a really good place to end our conversation <laughs> about what if.
1: What if was good.
0: What if was good. It you was, you yeah. should check it out if
1: you like Marvel. And so, I mean, I think that- tune into season two where you'll get the episode that you got the conclusion to <laughs> it <in> season one. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to Let's Run That Back. Uh, you can catch us on Let's Run That Back on Instagram. Let's Run is our website. Let's Run That Back pod at gmail.com is our email. I'm Cody. I'm Matt. We're two brothers who talk about movies as if our opinions matter, and we will see you whenever we see you. Bye.
1: I'm Hudson.